Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest today, all the way from Australia, very early in the morning there for him, is Scott Schindler. Strive for a healthy, wealthy, and wise existence. Isn't that something that we're all looking for? Striving for healthy and wealthy. And a lot of people don't realize that your wealth is actually in your health. And in your health, where your wealth is, is also where the wisdom is. So how can you bring this about in your business? How can you be that healthy, wise, and, and, um, and wealthy person in business? Well, what are you going to bring to yourself? So he's a businessman. He's a sports leader, um, proudly from uh, Sotel, Sotel, I think it is, in New South Wales, Australia. He's the CEO of Renet and was recognized as one of the leading Aussie businesses. Uh, he's a very keen surfer. In fact, that is his balance. It's his yoga. It's what his heart and passion is completely into, but it's also what keeps him on a nice equilibrium. So at the, score, at the core, uh, Scott's career is a story of creativity, hard work, and love of the Australian life. And so we're going to dive right more into Scotty and all the wonderful information that he's got for us today and how you can bring that same passion and that healthy and wealthy attitude to everything that you do in life. Because after all, who you are, in everyday life is who you should be in your business. And you should always rep yourself, uh, represent yourself as a person coming from heart and passion and a wealthy and healthy attitude. Welcome to the show, Scott. Great to be here. <laughs> Great introduction. Thank you. People get mixed up with what wealthy is. Immediately they go to the bank account, don't they? But if you haven't got the health and if you haven't got a healthy attitude and if you, if you aren't doing something from a place of passion and love, really your wealth is going to dwindle in all aspects of your life. Yeah, look, you know, wealth, everyone has a definition of wealth that's different, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, my definition of wealth is completely different to someone else's. But if you ask me, you know, it came down to, you know, if I had enough money to live for the rest of my life and never needed to work again and I could maintain my lifestyle, that would be financially independent. But the next level up being wealthy would be if I actually made more money than I needed for the rest of my life. And there's people living in the bush in caravans and, and tin, tin sheds that are considered wealthy because that's yeah. their lifestyle. They love it. Yeah. There's other people that have got luxury yachts that in my eyes are actually broke. And, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. The so mortgage that, on that yacht. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You know, it's out there and they never get to use it. But yes. It's in, in the marina. Um, and there are some people that really do have money. But, you know, the point being is that everyone's got a different definition of success mm -hmm. and, and what wealth really means. So that was mine. And, you know, everyone, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But that's the balance of life. Healthy, wealthy and wise. Right. That's where the wisdom lies, isn't it? In the balance. And, you know, um, a lot of people wear different hats. Now, I know when you're out surfing, you have a totally different hat on to what you would have in business. But I would assume that you bring the same passion to your business as you would to your surfing. It's just a different hat, a different format. Correct. And, you know, I probably do the same thing in reverse. So I yeah. take my business to the surfing. You know, the mindset and the determination and it reverses back into business. So, yeah, definitely I wear different hats, um, which is pretty cool. So before the whole social media thing, no one really knew I surfed except for people who surfed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now they like, know. <laughs> like a hidden personality. And then with social media, everyone realized I surfed. And it was like, you know, does Scotty actually do any work? Yeah, he does. <laughs> There's a great ad on TV right now for COVID where everybody's doing these meetings and shirts and ties through Zoom and it's lunch break, see you back after lunch and the guy rips off his hurt and tie, you know, puts on his surfing outfit and out there has a quick surf before getting back to the next meeting. <laughs> what is the priority in life? And I think the priority in life is that if you can't come to your work with a good equilibrium and with a sense of healthy, wealthy attitude i don't think you're going to succeed at anything so bring your passion from all that pleases you into everything that you do 
Yeah, 100%. And it, it is about the balance in life. And it's about, you know, you, um, you know, if you're working really hard for to make yourself rich or wealthy, but you're know, having a balance, well, it's mm. not, it's not a balance, right? And I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm saying, yeah, work hard, but make sure you balance it out. Yeah. And that's where it's about. So that comes, don't let go of your health. If you're letting go of your health just for your wealth, well, it's no good, right? right. Then there's your mental health as well as your physical health. Um, there's so many aspects to it and it's hard to get the perfect balance, but at least if it's your, well, for me, it was my mantra. Right. Mm-hmm. It was that balance of the three. Uh, why am I here? What am I doing it for? And is it going to balance out? And if it is, well, that's perfect. That's good for me. Well, it's good for also anybody who does anything with you personally, business, socially, because what you're doing is you're bringing your equilibrium to every aspect yeah. of your life. And that means people aren't second guessing, they can relax around you, your aura, your energy, your everything is kind of set in who you are and what makes you up to be. And they are not looking at which persona is he right now. You're, you're yeah. Scotty or you're Scott, right? Uh, just Maybe just the kind of the different hat or the different wetsuit that you yeah. were wearing. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and it was good. I used to like the fact that I'd go to Sydney on a plane, so down to the city. I'd go to do some work, and I'd come. I'd go to Sydney as Scott, and I'd come back as Scotty. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but you know, it's still the same person. It's just yes. the, you know which hat or which identity, um, and and how do I have to you know that persona you talk about when I go to Sydney? It's all business, and it's. It's very thorough and it's very precise and I come home and I can I can talk a little bit more relaxed and have a bit more fun and not worry about things. But it's the same person. It's just a matter yeah. of what you're wearing at the time. What right. Happens. I mean, you know, if um, I'm going to go from, you know, from the state of motherhood, you know, yes. a mother is, you know, the, the head cook and chef, you know, the chauffeur, the the negotiator, the the disciplinarian, the, the caregiver, and then the lover, you know, they're everything. And it's just a question of where they need to be at the time they need to be. And it's the same for men, you know, in business, in play, in, in everything else in life. You're not going to be the same instrument or playing the same tune, might be the same instrument, but not playing the same tune all the way across the board. So it's learning to, to be flexible and adjust to the situation without losing you at the core. Yeah, 100%. And I actually did a post on the fact that I wore different hats and how, how actually good it was. I could be Scotty and Scott. And, and one person wrote back to me, said, oh, you know, you shouldn't really change. You should always just be yourself. And I said, no, you missed the point. I am just myself. Mm-hmm. What I meant was, though, I, I could put on a hat and be one person, business-like, and I could be in another hat and be a surfer. I could be another hat and be a family man. And I, I also wear another hat, which is a fireman. So mm-hmm. I'm different at all of those things. But in the core, it's still Scotty. Exactly. And that's the point, isn't it? It's, it's bringing the core of you. You know, I always say I, I get proposals, business proposals all the time from people. And, and I say, you know, wonderful idea. I'm very happy to share that idea. For somebody, it's going to be the right thing for them. But if it's against my core, I can't do it. I simply can't do it. It's not a question of I wouldn't be capable of doing it in, in, in the ability. It's just that I couldn't do it because it's not my track. It's not my road. It's not my, my journey. And I think that's so when you, when you are true to yourself and you find that equilibrium within yourself, you know what your path is and you know how far you can push yourself and how far you want to spread yourself. And you're more trusting of that core message, aren't you? Yeah, hundred percent. And and when you clearly know who you are and what you want out of life, and you know what your definition of healthy and wealthy is, mm. you know it leads to wise. Yes, you know for me, wisdom is always you know the heart, the soul, and the spirit's intellect, um, not from the head. It's feeling the thoughts, and you know when 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 the soul comes to you kind of with that with that wisdom and it resonates with the heart and clarity and it goes to the spirit into action, the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And that's called the no doubt. I I just know this. I don't need to verify, clarify or anything. I just know it because all of me was in the equation of it and not just the head. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, um, and, and years of experience and adversity and dealing with, you know, um, setbacks and failure as well as successes and achievements, they will help with your, decision-making process, like you said, with the no doubt. And, mm-hmm. and it's true. And that just takes time to get that sort of wisdom. 
but it's, it becomes part of your DNA and you can respond and react to so many situations in a positive way or based on what you really want out of life and where you want to be because you've been around and done a few things before. So yeah. wisdom does take a little while to achieve. But, uh, and, and that's the thing, you're achieving it through the experience. You're, yeah. you're achieving it through participation. It's not something that you just read in a book. You've got to live it to understand okay. what the wisdom is. It's like surfing. You know, I can teach you how to surf all I like through videos and yeah. put you down on the sandy beach and we practice on the sand. But until you paddle out and have a try at standing up on a wave, <laughs> that's when you <laughs> actually <me>. learn <laughs> when you learn how to surf. You know? you know, I mean, looking at all that you do, you know, the surfing, the businessman, the fireman, all of those type of things require you to be in the moment. And there, you've got the knowledge that you can draw on. But if you're not instinctual, if you're not in tuned, how are you going to know how to deal with the situation? You know, that freak wave that comes from behind or the fire that gets out of control or the business meeting that didn't quite, you know, isn't being conducted as you would like it to be. You've got to be very adjustable to the situation at the time. And when you are very sure of, of, of your message, it's easier to find that balance and navigate things back into control. So true, 100%. In fact, a lot of things aren't out of your, uh, sorry, are not in your control. A lot of things are out of your control. Yes. Back into flow rather than control. <laughs> they, they're going to happen regardless of what you do. So sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. Mm -hmm. But you need to adapt. You need to be flexible. You need to be able to be responsive um, 100% in, in that way. So, you know, whether it's the fire, you've got to sort of think about what happens. I have one of the rules of 10, which is, you know, when we pull up at a fire, it's like triaging. So when you go to the hospital, you go to the triage nurse and they determine whether you really need an x-ray or not, those sorts of things. Well, yeah. when we go to a fire, we have to triage that fire and it's called 10. So if I don't do anything with that fire in 10 minutes, is it going to get better or worse? Right. Mm. And, and it's, not, it's not about the smoke because we can, we can be driving to a fire and see big plumes of smoke. But really, it's just a bin on fire in the middle of a skate park, which isn't right. going to go anywhere. Mm. 10 more minutes later, it's going to go out. Right. Sometimes we pull up to a smoke alarm and it's, it's nothing. But if those electrical wires actually ignite, that house is going to catch on fire. Yeah. So we have to deal with it, even though there was no signs. There was just a, a small little bit of smoke somewhere. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be able to triage what is in your control, what you do need to do, and respond accordingly. And the reality is most of life is just about triaging, navigating through all of that. And, you know, very few things I've ever planned have gone 100% to plan. <laughs> right. I mean, how many times have you fallen off your you know, board or, or gone to a house and not been able to save it? And, and it's, a, yeah, it's a, it's a downer. It's a bummer. Or, you know, you didn't close that one deal. But every single thing is a learning curve. It's not a failure. The failure is when you don't get back up. You know, the, it is a, a redirect or it's a learning curve. What did I learn about this? Well, I certainly know not to do that. Or next time I know to be more aware of that. Or next time, and that's the thing is, what will you do differently next time because of the lesson you've learned this time? Yeah. And, and the good thing is with surfing, you're allowed to fall a bit. If I was a, if I was a rock climber, it might be a bit different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> <good. surfing laughs> yeah. Part and parcel of the sport. You, yes. you fail a lot. You fail a lot because, you know, it's not called standing on water. It's called surfing on water. You're going to try and turn and waves, waves are always trying to control and push you around. So you've actually got to try and harness that. But the ocean always wins. Yes. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're never going to beat the ocean. We already know that when you paddle out. It's trying to beat you when you paddle out. It's trying to knock you off the board when you stand up. Mm -hmm. Makes me wonder why I do it personally. But <laughs> It's the challenge <laughs> with the ocean. <laughs> It is that challenge thing, right? High testosterone. But, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, that same thing happens in business and happens in life. Mm. You know, every day when you turn up to work, there's something trying to steal your time. There's someone ringing up with their urgency stuff. There's something happening every day in business and you've got to be able to respond and flow with that as well as be there for your own objectives yes. and not get controlled by someone else. And that comes back down to knowing who you are and what you want to achieve and what your balance in life is. It still comes back down to that core. Yeah, it's what you want to achieve. You know, um, um, I'm a bit of a blueprinter. So I will see something and, and I've had a blueprint for two and a half years now of where I want to go and what I want the next level of this network to be. And, uh, you know, through one thing or the other, uh, every time I've taken a step forward, something's pushed me back. And it's like, okay, this is the wave. 
it's knocking me back and it's maybe saying not time or not the right person or not the right place. And, you know, that hasn't changed the vision of what I want to do, but all it's doing is redirecting me in the way I do it. So sometimes when things don't go our way, it, it, again, it's just like, okay, what, I'm, what am I really meant to be learning here? Uh, is it to deduce it? Is it really advantageous to me to go that way with that person? It looked all rosy on the outside. Is it on the inside? And, you know, taking a step back is perfectly okay. And looking at it from a different point of view, or sometimes just getting the message, okay, leave it alone. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I use a model called the business of thirds. And, you know, a third of things will work out and a third of things won't. And a third of things will go either way, depending on whatever happens in the middle, right? COVID. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've also got to be able to let go of certain things and go, okay, well, that didn't work. And if you only got one, it's, you know, if you put all your eggs in one basket, yeah. watch the basket, which is okay. But if you've only got one egg in one basket, you need multiple things you're trying to work with. And it doesn't change who you are and what you want to achieve in the next three, five or 10 years. Mm -hmm. It just might mean you change and pivot. But weirdly enough, if you stay focused on your journey, that, that what happens is other things turn up you weren't expecting either. Yes. So all of a sudden, out of the left field, this thing had opportunity turns. You go, wow, it wasn't really on my roadmap. Just as much as some things fail, the universe has a way of giving us yeah. back when we stay true to our purpose and who we are. I've just seen the movie uh, Ferrari versus Ford, okay. um, which is you know a true story of how Ford got into racing and challenged Ferrari. And had it not been for the main character um, who had retired and they talked him to coming back into it, he literally rebuilt the car. And the thing about his uniqueness was the fact that he was at one with that car. He knew every nut and bolt and every squeak and curve. He knew how to push it. He was at one with that car. And it, it kind of shows us is that when we're really, really in tuned with something, we're going to take it above and beyond what we even thought it could do. But if something's fighting against us all the time and it's just not working out, you know, maybe it is not the right vehicle. Um, or maybe that vehicle needs to be completely scratched and, com and completely rebuilt from the ground up again. And it's not to, to sweat that stuff, isn't it? It's to, to be willing to kind of go, okay, uh, I, I can redirect here or I need to do this here. I need to scratch this plan. The principle of the idea is good, but the plan isn't going to work. And don't yeah. beat yourself up about it. Just look upon it as an, another challenge, you know, to get your teeth into. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, like it's so true what you said. If you use cars as an example, I might want to become a, a racing car driver, but you know, things might change along the journey. The car I have, the the style I do, you know, mm -hmm. I might go from rally driving to racetrack. I mean, right. you know, I might pivot and change along the way depending on how things unfold. But I might still become a racing car driver. Right. Right. You know, and same thing in business. If I want to start a uh, restaurant, well, at first it might turn into one thing and then it pivots to another. But what might not change is the journey to start a restaurant. Right. You know, if, if that's the case. So it goes from being a cafe to all of a sudden, oh, nighttime works out really well. Yeah. So I'll go into, maybe I'm going to be a nighttime restaurant or, a, or just breakfast or, you know, so you pivot and change. But if you know what you want at the end of the day, all those little things are just part of the journey. What do you want to achieve, right? Is what do you want to achieve? What do you want to, to get out of this? And, you know, I'm, I've got absolutely nothing against money because it's really a wonderful, you know, watering of the seeds. Uh, but if you're doing something just to make money, I think you will always fail because you're doing it for the wrong reason. And, you know, one of the things I'm seeing in business today with the shows that I'm doing, which is really, really encouraging, is people like yourself working with people in, in big corporations, even in governments and in small businesses, I'm saying to them, where is the heart and soul of your business? And if you're not putting your heart and soul in it, and if people can't feel the heart and soul of that business, why do they want to connect with you? People yeah. are so tired of the disconnect where money is the ruler of all, money uh, at the cost of people and planet. People want to know that they're valued, either as a customer or as an employee. They want to know they're valued, that you're going to place them first, that they're part of that family, that, uh, that their participation makes up the business, something they can be proud of. And that will then translate into everybody wanting to do business because they know it's for the right reason. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, the whole... Um that social capital nowadays that's spoken about, that is definitely a part of the business in any business. 
And that's social capital around staff, the social capital around um, clients, and even just your uh, environmental responsibility is part of your social capital nowadays. And every business needs a part of that. But going back to that whole journey and starting up and things like that, you know, I, to give an example of that, I wanted to start an IT company, but it took me six goes of what IT company I started. Right. From networking to portals to real estate software was the one that worked, but I also tried car yard software. I tried accommodation software. I tried writing all these different things. I just kept on pivoting along the way until I found one that worked. Right. What didn't change was the trajectory of, I want to start a software company. Right. Yes. It just took a while to find clients that actually liked something I did. <laughs> right, or, or something that you really felt was it that then yes. attracted the right client. You know, my son a few years ago uh, got this building and he was going to have kind of a, um, a place where people could kind of go and buy homemade sources and foods and things like this. And, and, and a lot of things were against him at the time, plans, this, that, et cetera, building, et cetera. And it ended up being a cafe. Uh, you know, cafe restaurant, all locally sourced food, making all the sauces inside and got popular very, very quickly because it was that local food place that everybody could come for the wholesome food. Now, when he was opening, I said, you know, opening up a restaurant, it's going to be like having twins. And then I didn't see him for a while because I went to go and see my other daughter for a while. And when I came back, he said, you lied. It's not like having twins. It's like having triplets. <laughs> you've got, you've got your clientele, You've got your staff and you've got your suppliers and you're balancing all of them all the time. Yes. Yes. And so many people go into business thinking, oh, it's going to be this. And then they discover it's actually that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, there's all those different facets you've got to look after in business. Mm. And it's, you're constantly juggling balls and trying to stay on top of it. And you know what? Anyone can run an easy business, um, you know, but it's when things get tough and when things get hard and people really start to step up and that's when we really see people shine and that's yeah. when they really show their true colors you know anyone can do the easy stuff but you know that 20 percent of the time when it's not easy and the people step up that's what separates people is their ability to be able to look at uh, negatives and turn them into positives look at disadvantages and turn them into advantages look for the benefit in everything that happens whether it's good or bad you know and that's what like i said staff clients or suppliers in your son's yeah. case and, and during, you know, during the COVID period, you know, I was, uh, he'd actually snapped his Achilles and he had an operation to put it back together. And I went over there to help him. And then literally within days, it was like, nope, everything's been closed down. And so I live on an island away, so I had to go home. And uh, it, the press came and interviewed him in his cast, you know, and he said, well, I'm just going to go to takeout. And, and he knew that it was going to pretty well cost him that he wasn't going to make the money, he was going to have to let a, a lot of people go. But it was a question of how can I keep this going and serve my community that's been so supportive of me? So he would be there by the cash register and the phone with his leg up on a chair <laughs> and his cast, uh, taking orders and people coming and picking them up and delivering them. And he had to adjust to the times. What we're seeing right now with COVID is so many people are going, I can't do business as usual. I have to change. And some people are so adaptable to that. And some people are quite crippled by it. Yeah. Every um, business and uh, local area and town is going through all these transitions. And it's interesting to see the people that actually go, well, what do I need to do? And right. the people that go, well, I can't do anything. Yeah. And, you know, the reality is it's a bit like the old volunteer line where, you know, who who wants to volunteer and everyone steps back and one person's <laughs> left forward. Yes. Literally some of these businesses have been sitting there going, well, where's my competition gone? Yeah. You know, I seem to be the only one stepping up here and they're getting the business. So even in our local community, here, uh, one of the local cafes, just 30 meters up the road, there was three in this strip. He was the only one that stayed open. He, he was doing his Christmas trade. He was doing his holiday time trade because he was the only one here, even though right. he had to do takeaway, yes. he had to change, yes. he had to completely reinvent his menu. Um, he had to stick to all the COVID rules. Right. He was doing Christmas trade. Mm -hmm. The others are going, oh, it's, it's terrible. Yes. And, and <laughs> that's... They went there. It, it, I, and it, it interviewed with a lot of coaches that, you know, and even yoga. I've just interviewed a yoga instructor and it's like, okay, I can't... I love doing it with people in the room. That's my passion. That's what I want to go back to. But in the meantime, it's a Zoom. Yeah. Right? And, and you have to go 
with the flow. You have to go with what you can do in the now. Oh, excuse me. And looking at COVID, it's going to be around for a, a while. I've suddenly got hiccups. It's going to be around <laughs> for a while. And I know Australia is doing pretty good with it. North America, uh, we're doing okay with it here in Canada. We're, we've got it pretty well under control, though our third wave has just produced a bit more. The United States is in an absolute mess. And an awful lot of people I interview in the States are saying, uh, we are not even venturing out of our door. And if we can't do it online, it's just not going to get done. So you have to look at how can you change? You know, how, what can you do that can adjust the times? And it doesn't mean it's permanent. But it does mean, quote, your doors are still open in some way, even if you can't, a massage therapist, you know, can't do the massage over Zoom. But maybe what they can do is there's some stretching exercises or some other things that they can do to keep the body supple for those that can't do it. It's the adaptability. And if you don't adapt, you will die. Yeah, 100%. And, um, and everyone's adapting differently. And, and a lot of people, like one of the cafes, for example, we talked about cafes before, you know, they, they actually, their business went up and it's not the one in the street here. It's, a, it's, a, it's, some, it's a little bit away from here, but what happened was they started doing takeaway, but people started lining up out the front of the shop mm. instead of going in the shop. And now all of a sudden it got busier because everyone's going, instead of being the corner shop that wasn't in town, everyone's going, if you look at the lineup at that corner shop, that's a good spot to go to because yeah. it was a lineup. So when, when he was allowed to put people back in his shop again, he said, I'm not opening up. I'm leaving it as a takeaway with all these people at the front because his business was actually busier. Yeah. Because of it. Yes. Yes. It was like, well, how'd that work? And he never, ever would have had the courage to close his shop off and just be a hole in the wall takeaway coffee shop without COVID, but because of COVID, he's gone, well, what do I need to do? He's pivoted and changed. Right. In actual fact, found there was more business in a new business model. Yeah, I mean, my son hasn't hired everyone back yet, and he's still kind of waiting, you know, is it time to hire everyone back? Then we get, you know, second phase and have to shut it down again. So, um, but what he has done now is that you can still uh, get takeout, but you can eat the takeout inside and outside because he has a big deck outside. So you can eat here but you're going to eat here out of the takeout things. And that yeah. way he can keep his staff down. He can keep on top of things until it is a bit clearer where we're going, but his business is thriving because yeah. of it. Right. And so I, you know, I know there's a lot around where I am now. There's so many places that we've seen, seen clothes and some of them extremely surprising because we know that they're a franchise and where did the franchise not step in and help out. Right. Um, but again, I think a great deal of it is, is the attitude. And so many people are going, you know, I'm taking early retirement or I'm not going to go back to the business that I did before. I'd rather be a consultant or go and do this and do that and just dabble with it the way I want to. So it's a really good time to take stock of where you are in your life what you're doing and this is the time if you are going to make changes to make changes because yeah. everybody's having to make changes in order to survive well you know and the, the the good thing about COVID has been that you know it's not often that you get a second chance yeah at another first impression yeah so you, everyone at the moment's pivoting and changing in their businesses not i mean everyone every single person every single company globally is now gone through a shutdown once or twice and rebirthing in a mm -hmm. new model, you know, so they've got a second chance at a first impression. So whatever it is, they, if I could restart this business again, what would I do differently? Right. That's what they everyone's got the chance. Yes. If I was going to change careers right now, what would I do? You yeah. know, everyone right now has that second chance at another first impression. And you know, uh, how many people um, have been riding in that vehicle to, you know, success and go, I don't really like it. I don't have any time for myself or my family, but you know, it's kind of to walk away from it would be irresponsible. And you know, and now it's like, is it responsible for you to stay there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and everyone around everyone is okay for everyone to be pivoting and changing right. and diversifying or coming up with something new or fresh or everyone around the world's okay with it. And I think that's the gift to the world right now. The fact that everyone in the world is having to face this, that yeah. everybody, you know, as they say, the, the universe is here to shake us up, to wake us up for us to step up and change it up. And, in, and we, you know, we've got to look at society and business and everything else and go, really, we've screwed up. 
as a human society, we've really screwed up and change was desperately needed. So the universe said, well, here's a virus and it's going to be a long term and you're going to be forced to adjust. And in that time, you can work it out how you can change yourself, the way you conduct yourself, the way you do business. And is it going to be more beneficial to life kind? I don't want to go humankind because that's all we've served. We haven't served planet or animal kingdom or anything else. So life kind. And what are we going to do to step up? What are we going to do to be a part of the answer? Because the answer does lie within us, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 100% it does. And um, you're, you're right. I mean, there's the universe has sort of come back and said, hey, people, it's, it's, you know, the normal wasn't really all that good. We were not looking after our environment. We we're not looking after everything. It was just like, it was like something had to give. Um, yeah. Weirdly enough, they gave us a virus, but who, who knows why it did that. But anyway, we won't get into that. Well, but at the end of know, the day, it, it catches it, our attention. Everyone's going to be different after this, yeah. whether it's 2021 or 2022. And, and, you know, what's really good is that some of the kids and some of the younger ones coming through now, now know nothing's ever permanently good. Right. There are some yes. kids that have never seen a downturn. You know, they're in their 30s and maybe even, you know, give or take 30s, that have never actually seen a downturn. It's only ever been upside right. all their lives. So this next generation that's actually the kids already now know about environment, they know about security is not always guaranteed. Right. Nothing's ever going to stay the same. There are things that can affect you. So the next generation coming through now is actually going to be way smarter than anything's ever been before them. And have you also found, you know, I've got three millennials and, and millennials can be very opinionated on what they think should happen, but they haven't always necessarily been very proactive in making it happen. But at this time, there's the invite to step up. You know what's wrong. You, you know, we're handing the baton on to you in the near future. So yeah. start stepping up and all those things that you disagree with, start putting right. Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, all of the millennials know what's right, but they still come back down to, you know, what they need to achieve right now. Yes. Yes. Micromanage themselves and go, look, I know that one's, you know, organic, but I'll take that one because it's cheaper. Mm. <laughs> but there's still yeah. a way to go yet for them yes. to actually, for this whole thing to change, you know. So, but at least it's part of the thought process and people are doing more and more getting rid of straws, for example, with single-use yeah. plastic or, you know, just buying drink bottles to throw away. People are more and more and more, you know, looking Not after better. the environment. Yeah. And, and, and that's in so many ways, which is great. And the millennials yes. coming through is the first generation to really be on top of it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and uh, when the kind of the shame and the blame is there, people have got to change, you know, whether you like it or not. I mean, you know, veganism is so huge now. Um, yeah. You know, I've got three that are, that are vegan and, and it's the conscious choice and it's also the environmental choice. And, um, and I think that's the thing, stepping up into what you believe in. And, and yes, we need the young people to step into that action, but they also need to turn around to, to us and go, okay, whether you did things right or wrong, you've still got some wisdom that I need to tap into some knowledge I need to tap into. It's not all about them being, oh, so righteously right and look what you did. It, you know, there's something to be learned from people who did make the mistakes because they're going to help you prevent some mistakes along the way. Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, even in all these different economies that are popping up, you said veganism and stuff like that, there's all these different economies and parallel universes and there's so many opportunities. In fact, the, the reality is there's never been a better time to succeed than now. Yes. It's just a question of the choice of what you want to succeed in. And, you know, don't bring up a business that you know that quite honestly is going to be obsolete soon. I mean, really look at all the massive buildings of offices that are around and how many people are now going to work from home and not go back. Yeah, that's right. There's never, and, and even just the amount of information you can obtain online. Yes. Yes. You know, like the knowledge is everywhere. So if you wanted to tap into something right now, you can go and learn it. You know, you might need some help with implementation or understanding it in your own unique environment or business or situation. But the, the knowledge and information is there right now like it's never been before. On YouTube. So, you know, <laughs> 10, 20, 30 years ago, yes. you know, you, it's just so much more readily available now. Right. It's Don't have so, any excuses now, right? It's not a knowledge problem anymore. Yeah, no. It's no, how it's, to use the knowledge. That's the, the, the direction that we need to lead in, how to use that knowledge. So, like I said, there's never been a better time to succeed or achieve your goals or to get what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. 
no. Uh, and, and it doesn't matter what age. Um, you know, so many people that have already retired from their kind of past life, you know, this has been a fantastic opportunity to step up and do something else. Had an 82-year-old um, who has been writing um, poetry every single day of COVID. And every single poem, short and sweet, but to the point and reflective on how we feel, but always inspirational. And of course, she's going to be turning it into a book now. So it, it doesn't matter what age you are, young or old. It's like uh, or, or what you're facing right now. Do something. Do something. Participate in some way, even if it's putting out captions or drawings or this or that to lift people's spirits up. Because you never know where that's going to lead. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Like I, I talk a lot of a lot of people ask me about investing and, and creating yep. wealth, and I say to people, look, you know, going out and buying some investment properties doesn't guarantee that you'll you know create wealth and things like that, even though it's on the right track. But the one thing I do know for sure is that if you do nothing, I guarantee you'll get nothing. Yes. 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 And, and also, you know, if you want to be tentative with, with uh, a one step at a time before you leave, that's also perfectly all right. But just be proactive. Do something. Because if you do something, something will happen. You'll yes. learn something. You'll pivot from something. You know, you'll redo it differently next time. But do something because something will happen. You now, know, I have a, a new word, which I say, actionism is the new activism. You know, activism has been a great deal of talk, rant and rage. Actionism is actually doing something to resolve the problem. And I think we're seeing so many movements around the world right now where that actionism is stepping up. You know, it, it can't be just about the talk anymore. It's got to be about you, 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 and you. We're all accountable. The three thinkers pointing back at us. We're all accountable. And if we don't like what's out there, what are we going to do to change it? And so this also lays great opportunity to open up into what is needed in the next decade? Where are we going? What industry can I step into or create that's going to be more serviceable to the next era? And there are so many incredible opportunities open for people who are willing to get creative. Yep. And, you know, even just being innovative in existing industries too. Yes. You know, just because it's always been done that way, what, what's the way to be. do it? What's some other ways that can either save time or make money or, you know, rein, reinvent the wheel, so to speak, and be very innovative within the current industries? There's a lot of opportunities just there without having to create anything special. You don't have to become a brain surgeon or launch a rocket. There's so many ways to be innovative within just normal day-to-day -day businesses. Right. Yes, absolutely. Look at Elon Musk. He's not a rocket science, but is <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Reusable rocket that he's got there, which uh, again, innovation. Um, I think we've also stepped into permission of innovation. And I think a lot of this kind of control, it has to be this way is being forced to being let go. And we're, we're just kind of giving people the permission to ignite that creativity and that imagination. And I would say, take it to the extreme because it will always find its way back as a pendulum into something that's workable. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's just people just sit down think laterally go, well, what can I do? What can I change? What, what are people going to respond to? And just trying to analyze everything, you know, um, and if you need to go read some books, go watch some videos, go get into that knowledge based economy and get some inspiration. And there's so many things out there that you can do. And, and if, Sometimes, you know, if you, what do they say? If you find your obsession, make it your profession, never work a day again in your life. There's some truth to that, but sometimes you get too close to it and it becomes a job and then you never yes. really get right. yes. <laughs> yeah. So there, sometimes it's smart to, you know, um, have a profession, but have a really good obsession with your health on the side and things like that. So you can separate the two. You can swap hats. Go, yes. Okay, well, I'm off work. I'm now going to go do my health. And, um, I mean, would you, would, you enjoy, would you enjoy surfing as much if it was something you could do day in and day out? Oh, don't uh, worry. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the challenge is. <laughs> the reality is if I had a career around surfing, I'd be right at the forefront of surfing. Right. Unless I was a professional surfer, yeah. um, which means I surf. But, you know, I could, I could have been a photographer, which means I'd be sitting on the beach all day taking photos of people yeah. surfing. It's yes. right there. I can touch it. I can feel yeah. it. It's right there. But I can't do it. Right. You know, yeah. Because I'm taking the photos. So yes. the, sometimes the closer you get, the further away you are. Right. So you're yeah. not actually, I, I guess it's not a bad office, but you know what I mean? And, yeah. Or I might be, I might be a judge, you know, judging the surfing competitions. Same story. 
I know even the guys that make the magazines, the surfing magazines. Well, they were all day in the office looking at all the photos all day, going, oh, how good are these photos? They weren't actually surfing. Yeah. So, you know, which is good. I guess they're in, it's better than being in some other magazine. If, if, that's their, if that's their passion, they're a surfer and they have a surfing magazine. But, you know, sometimes it's a bit like buying a holiday home somewhere and it's the only place you go on holidays. Whereas you're better off going to work and go on holidays wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, buy an investment probably makes more money. Then you go on holidays in 10 different places for the year if you want. Yeah. As opposed to the one place all the time. Yes. So Boring. <laughs> yeah, I've never, never agreed with buying a holiday home. Uh, right, right. Properties, go on holidays wherever I want. Yeah, exactly. There's always other places to explore, other places to see, right? And, and uh, you know, don't, don't be complacent with the same old, same old, you know, be adventurous. Because uh, at the heart of things, we're explorers, aren't we? We love a good adventure. Try never to do the same track twice. Mm-hmm. Well, I imagine you don't do the same surf twice. You know, well, I surf the at the same place all the time, but it's different every day. There's yeah. no two days that are the same. Like, it's yeah. just no two days that are the same. Yes, yeah, all up to the wave, right? And you can't tell the wave what to do. <laughs> all the factors that control it, and they're all out of our control. It's up to right. us to try and it's up to us to try and maximise on it, and also pick the timing. You know, so is it morning or is it afternoon? Is it going to be when's the best time for the surf? Right, There's a right. All heap of factors that go into it, just like running a business. Exactly, exactly. It's factors. You look at what's important right now, what isn't important, what needs to be adjusted, what needs to be pivoted, what needs to be this and that. And the more that you are flexible in life and willing to go with that wave, um, instead of trying to tell the wave what to do, the, the more you're going to be successful because you are literally riding what is important at the moment and not spending so much focus on something that really is either obsolete or it doesn't need to be attended to right now because this is actually where the opportunity is. Yeah. And don't forget when you go surfing, you'll get out, the, you'll, you'll, finally you paddle out the back, you've gone through all the waves and all the motions, then there's 30 guys out the back trying to take all your waves too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just turn up and get the next wave. No, right. no, no. You've got to, wait, you've got wait to your turn. Wait your turn. You've got to wait your turn. There's all these factors that come into it. Just like business, there's competition. Yeah. Just like surfing, you know. So, yeah. so you're competing against the ocean, you're competing against the other surfers, and hopefully you get a good one. Hopefully right, you yes, you wave. get the good wave, yeah, and that's the luck of the draw. Um, yeah. There's a wonderful video of a guy that goes surfing with his two dogs. And oh, kind yeah. of one's on the back, one's on the front, then as they hit the wave, the one jumps up on the shoulder and then jumps down, and they all know what to do, and they're loving it, absolutely loving it. And there's also another little dog that uh, loves to surf and takes people with disabilities out surfing, and that's become its job. So, you know, it's so cool to see that because, you know, we always forget the animal kingdom. We think animals, no. I mean, they have joys and abilities and love as well. And when you put the two together, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of that, you know, surfing all the time with dolphins and turtles. Oh, and God, what a so gift. Good. What I mean, a gift. They, they swim underneath you all the time. So yeah. you see that sometimes and pinch yourself and go, haven't you? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the old song, you know, what a wonderful world. And, and until you're willing to open your eyes in gratitude, you know, yeah, you're not going to realize how wonderful it is. And, and when we have that appreciation, we don't look at it in the same way. We don't treat it in the same way. The other day I had a whale coming about 100 meters from us and it was just sitting there flapping its wing. I don't know what you call the side yeah. thing, but, you know, it's just sitting there flapping its wing. And it was like, they don't do that very often. It was just off the beach. And um, it was amazing. It was huge. I don't know what he was doing. He was just relaxing and playing around the shallows. But, right, yeah. You know. there, there was a, um, a video of um, guys that were out on a boat and they found a whale that had been, um, its fin had been tied up with some rope and yeah. they literally down, they're cutting it all off. And then after that, the whale gave them half an hour of performance and gratitude. <laughs> you know, and, and you see people that are out kind of just the... Um, just on the surfboards, just paddling along or just sitting on the surfboards and all the whales and the dolphins just coming along for a chat. And yeah, I think, oh, God, that'd be heavenly, heavenly. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. Don't worry. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I would love the experience. But I did kiss, I don't know if you remember Flipper. You won't because you're too young. Yeah, Flipper, Flipper, yeah. Right? Well, Flipper was in South Africa when I was there and I did get a kiss with Flipper. Um, and had the photograph somewhere, God knows where that is now. But, you know, it's um, the captivity, you know, let, let them free, let them free. You know, that's, this is their earth too, right? Um, I think that the present current times, I think it's a really good time to look at what is our wealth. 
And we know at the present moment, if you don't have health, you could be a victim of. And so health is extremely important and that's where your wealth is. And to actually look at what is your physical wealth, the financial wealth, and are you doing something against your health just for wealth, but feeling yeah. poor about it? So it's a really good time for reflection and, and a really good talk with oneself, isn't it? And a lot of people now, I've always talked about a, a term called wealth erosion. Mm. And I think a lot of people realizing right now, and I've been very cautious of it because in my 20s, I got caught up with wealth erosion. Mm -hmm. So I made sure that moving forward, I didn't have anything that cost me money. I had things that made me money. Right. So basically, there's a lot of people out there right now going, well, we're going to be different next time. When I come out of this COVID thing, I'm going to get rid of all these wealth erosion things, all these things that own me instead of me owning them. Yes. Um, and, all the, and start doing more things that are going to make me money instead of costing me money. Because, you know, all of a sudden things went wrong and there was no money coming and all of a sudden these things controlled me. So they're fighting their way through, which is good, but I think they're going to be a bit smarter. But the same thing happens with your health. Yeah, you know, what are all the health erosion things that, are, that you're doing? You know, so sometimes it's the food you're eating or the, the, you're drinking or, you know, whatever else you're doing. That's erosion. That's erosion on your health. Stress that you're under because you're trying to maintain a business that is consuming you, right? And it just erodes away at your health from the stress level. Yeah, it's, it's, it's health erosion. So um, it's, it's important to look at those sorts of things as well as what you're doing to bolster it and make it better. So we all know we should eat more fresh fruit and vegetables, right? But when we go down the street and we see the nice yummy food... <laughs> it's a little bit, oh yeah, I'll have that one instead. But we know, and it's all about balancing it out. So there's nothing wrong with maybe on a Friday night when you're going out to dinner with friends, but you know, when you're doing it every day, all day, it's a, it's, it's health erosion or with finances, it's, it's wealth erosion. Yeah. Kind of like an 80, 20. That's what I try and live with. I'm 80% vegan, 20%, you know, flexible according to where I am or what's going on. And I like my cream cheese and fish now and again. Um, so it is don't beat yourself up if you're not a hundred percent something, but have that balance, you know, like kind of that, that 80, 20 balance where, you know, you, that 80% you're going to dedicate yourself to it, but there's that 20% of flexibility for when you, you know, have to be flexible to the situation because being rigid in, I've got to have a pure life is going to be just as stressful as it is in the opulent life. So, you know, you know in everything we do, it's about balance. You balance on, on, on the, uh, the surfboard, a balance in business, balance in, in the maintaining of your own equilibrium, of your family life. Everything is about that balance. And when it comes down to it, is keep things simple. Keep things simple. Yep. We all deep down know what's right and wrong. But do we do it? That's the big question. <laughs> discipline is another thing. Grit, determination, discipline. There's a whole other level of, you know, really that burning desire is, is really what you need sometimes to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. And sometimes it's adversity that gets us there. Yeah. Like call it a health scare, call it a yeah. financial scare, um, you know, the healthy, wealthy type thing. And that's where the wisdom comes from. Yes. So sometimes, sometimes the easiest way to learn is the hard way. Mm -hmm. Cosmic two by four. You know, are you getting the attention now? How many people I've interviewed or known that, you know, were, were literally working 80 hours a week, had the big house and the fast car that they never got to enjoy. And it took a heart attack or a divorce or, you know, a company going bust, you know, for them to wake up and go, really, I hated that life in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start again and be different. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's okay to walk away and start again. There is no failure in that. It's a recognition that something's not working. Need to call it quit, step away, reflect, and then look at doing something new, wiser. Yeah. And, you know, the, the definition of insanity is, mm. the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. I prefer the definition of insanity is doing the same thing everyone else is doing yes. and expecting a better result. Mm. That's insanity. I mean, if it's not working for them, why will it work for you? And, and if, if, if that's what all the sheep are doing, that's what all the masses are doing, it's probably not the best thing to do because you're just <laughs> part of the majority. You know, uh, 
which is fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's never been my road. I'm always going, what can I do? It's not so much to be different. What can I do? Because if that's what everyone else is doing, there's got to be better ways of doing this stuff. It's also been true to you. Yeah. I mean, you are a representation of your business. This is who you are. If people are going to do business with you, it's because they connect with you. And if they don't like your style, then they're not going to connect with you. And so instead of trying to bend in pretzels to try and please this client and that client, be true to who you are and what you're offering. And you will find the right fit for people who see what it is. Yeah. But we're going back as an example. When the market was bad a few years ago in real estate, I was buying properties. Yeah. Yeah, It makes perfect sense. But why wasn't anyone else doing it? You know, why was I... I was one of the only ones doing it. Yep. You know, now that now that the economy is going bad, well, now's the time to start a good business. Mm-hmm. You know, because this other people is... are scared of starting them. Now, now you start them. You know, right? Yeah, that there's there's um. I had somebody on the other day that was promoting a business, um, not his own, and it's called FreeCodeCamp.org, and it's teaching people how to code at whatever different level, whether it's website coding or this coding or that coding, because there's so many businesses going online now, they're desperate for coders. Yeah. And, you, and I remember watching um, an interview with, with a couple of guys, I can't remember who we're with, but what they had done at, at that point, they had closed down nine coal mines in the States and taken every single one of those people, those close to retirement, retired, and everybody else that was still younger, re-educated them and put them in a job that was safer. And most of it was tech where they're making more money, they're healthier, and they have more future. And, and, and people will adapt, will change if they see that there's an opportunity for something better. Yeah, 100%. And there's, it still goes down to, look, you've got a skill set, there's more opportunity in life, what else do you want to do? And setting your own goals. Like I have a system, 1357, the one is all about you. What do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to be in life? And, and if, you, if you know who you are and what you want to achieve, you're a way better person to be around. Yes. And these companies helping these people pivot and these people change and do new careers. I mean, these, these people must have an extra stride in their step now. Yeah. They've got something new and exciting to look forward to every day uh, rather than just the, the mundane job they've done for the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah. It's something new and exciting. And, you know, this, but the world is full of those opportunities. Rejuvenating. Yeah, it's full of them. Yeah. You know, it's, you're still yeah. going to be looking them no one's yeah. gonna, in their case they were lucky maybe the company did it for them but in most people's cases you know you've got to go looking for those opportunities no one's going to walk up and say hey scotty here's something that you can do that's going to be really good because mostly you've got to be looking for them willing and ready and open to receive right yeah 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 Allow. If, you, if you put out to the universe what you want to do and what you want yeah. to achieve it has a way of giving it back to you yeah in the weirdest and strangest ways it always comes back And it's not about, well, you know, I want that fast car and I want that big house. No, those are the things you you think you want. But it's it's more about how you want to feel. You know, I want to feel secure. I want to be able to do the things I love and be financially secure and have the ability to do them. So how do you want to feel? Because the universe works on the feeling vibration, not on the thought vibration, right? Yeah. And the actions. And the actions. So, yeah, it's not just sit back and waiting for the cosmic Amazon delivery. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You do so, something and something will happen. Yeah. For, your, for you and your business right now, obviously you're not flying anywhere or flying all around the place right now. How have you adjusted your business? Are you doing more online? Uh, are things kind of taken a backseat? What's, what's been up for you? Well, I was more or less retired until the start of this year. So because of COVID, I was sitting around just talking to people online like you and doing podcasts and, and sharing and people were paying me money to find out how I actually grew a company and what I did. There's Siri talking to me. (laughs) So my phone's, my phone's saying she didn't understand what I said. So what I did, (laughs) what I did was I, um, I was talking to more and more people. So over COVID I've actually more or less come out of retirement Mm -hmm. and I'm sharing more and more of the stories. So, um, it's just been an amazing uh, pivot for me. Except into mentorship now. Yeah, and sharing the stories and the lessons. It's been an amazing pivot for me, which I never expected six months ago. Right. Or it was just on six months ago, things started to really change. But when COVID came out, it just completely changed. Right. And now post-COVID, I'm I'm now setting up so many ways people can tap into 
other coaches and, and yeah. trainers and facilitators and advisors in all sorts of different areas, leadership, sales, mm. business development, goal setting, life, wealth. Um, you know, I just finished a, a session with someone in New York just before I jumped on with you. Right. So you've, you've become a conductor. In, in a way, yeah. It's, mm. um, I'm helping other people grow their businesses within this space. Yes. Because they might be really, like owning a, a chef that opens up a restaurant. Now they've got to learn how to run the business. Yes, exactly. Really good chef, they've got to learn how to run the business. And then you might yeah. be someone who's been big on leadership, but now all of a sudden you're going to go and start your own business. Well, now there's a lot to think about with sales and marketing and yes. conversations and prospecting and all those things that go into business apart from your skill set of leadership or your skill set around whatever it is. So you want to take that kind of diverse uh, leadership and put it under one umbrella? Well, yeah, I'm surrounding myself at the moment and I didn't intend to do this. It just happened. Right. <laughs> I'm now surrounding myself with people in this space where the knowledge based economy, where they're yeah. sharing their knowledge and they're teaching their knowledge and they're getting paid for their knowledge. Right. But I'm now surrounded by all those people doing all sorts of things, you know, teaching people how to make a YouTube series or a YouTube yeah. video, how to yes. make video content is, is happening all the time. But, you know, getting your story right, your message right, marketing it, selling it, knowing how to handle the leads, doing, and once you do get a sale, delivering on the, the promises and all these business things. I'm surrounded by people that do all those things. And the system 1357 that I use to share the story is actually now really a system for not only people to learn, but it's also a system for people to teach. Right. Yeah. Which I so wasn't expecting. So it's taking all the knowledge that you've accumulated and now just now, you know, as I say, being the conductor, you know, knowing yeah. which, which instrument out there needs to play that part and yeah. helping people do it. So, you know, I kind of, I'm that umbrella of, you know, a network where it, it's, it's all about the people that are making a difference in other people's lives. And, you know, and if you're needing help in a direction, if you're needing to be inspired, um, you know, I've got the podcast here for, for you to come and listen to how other people are doing it. Yeah. What's the mindset? What's the heart set? And we know that we learn from the storytelling. We learn best from those that have walked the path before us. Uh, you know, we don't want a book manual, you know, something for dummies. We want to talk to somebody that did it. And you know, how did you do it? How did that work out for you? And what was the results? And then we, we feel that there's something tangible that we can apply. And it's not about it's the perfect fit, color in numbers. You know, it's about taking whatever that skill or tool is and applying it to yourself, but it's always going to be custom made for you. Yeah, agree. Absolutely agree. And, um, and you know, having that, you were talking about your network there a second ago. So you've, you've got a network over there, right? Yes, I've got a network, you know, um, Self-Discovery Media is a network of 2,500 shows from various people. I've done about 2,500 from my other hosts and it's uh, 18 different genres. But the common theme is, is that have you stepped into your core self and what are you doing that's going to make other lives better because of it? Yeah. And, and whatever aspect it is, you know, business, spirituality, health, children, music, you know, entertainment, whatever it is, it's all about, are you sharing the passion that can make a difference to, to someone else? And that's, that's what we do, right? We put it out there and it's up for other people to pick it up. Yeah, and let the universe unfold yeah. as it unfolds, right? Yes. So I'm Everything kind of, happens for a reason. It's exactly, you know, I'm a knowledge sharer. And I've got a lot yeah. of beautiful knowledge right here, just like this hour that we've had of so much learned just from the conversation. And if people are willing to listen and to learn, and there might be just one thing they get from it, one thing, and go, you know, I need to pivot more and just apply that to their business and how it can shift everything. I mean, it's, it's all about that perspective and you're not going to come out with 24 million answers because they may not even reply to you. But if there's one thing, it's been worth listening. And if we go to that pivoting, it's, it's actually expected part of the process. Yes. Yeah. You know, letting go and pivoting and pivoting is a buzzword, but that whole change and responding is actually part of the process. It's not a, it's not a failure. It's actually no. part of the process. Yes. And some people think, oh, I can't let go. Well, if it's not working, at some point you have to go, I know there's, <clears throat> this is the analogy, right, where oh, if you just keep on going, if you just keep on going, you'll get there. But look, if, you, if, you, if it's not working, it's not working, find something that does. You know, it's okay to change and pivot and let things go. But what doesn't change is where you want to be. Like I said, I, I took two years to start a software company. Mm -hmm. I didn't change the fact I want to start a software company. I just changed what the product was. How you did it. How you did it. 
Yeah. And it would be the same in every business, right? So yeah. it's not that I let go or quit. You know, it's, it's that I just have to keep changing and pivoting with buzzword to achieve what I want to achieve. And that's the difference. And um, it's actually part of the process. There's very few people that have had some success that go, oh, this was my first one. Right. Very few. Very few and far between. Let's we both straight into success. And it doesn't mean they'll have success again, you know, because a lot of them then rest on their laurels and don't learn from me. We learn best from mistakes, but um, it doesn't mean the success will always be there for them. We both know Elaine Jacques from LinkedIn. That's how I met you. And, you know, she mentioned something that was absolutely amazing. Uh, by holding on to something that, that is not good for us, it's like holding on to a cactus. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. Let go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and why would we do that to ourselves? And for so many people, they've been in that pain or in that disillusionment for so long, they don't even realize they're holding on to the cactus. But when yeah. you start feeling that one prick and the awareness, ouch, I'm holding on to a cactus. What the hell for? Let go. <laughs> yeah. One of the ladies on LinkedIn the other day said her mum used to say to her, if it hurts, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a 10-year-old who came on with her first book. And it was 365 days of, um, of uh, gratitude with a positive attitude. And I was expecting to kind of talk in a totally different way. And she was just so matter of fact, I just don't understand it. If it hurts or if you don't like it, why don't you change it? <laughs> and it's like, what happened to us as adults? We got so kind of complex and highfalutin that we think we need to suffer in order to succeed. No, <laughs> we don't. We're going to fall. We're going to get bruises. We're going to get bashes. And that's all part and parcel of it, of learning to surf life. But yes. it doesn't mean you have to suffer because what you're trying to learn is how to do something you love without the suffering. 100%. I totally agree with you. So how do people get hold of you now if they're wanting to um, tap into your wisdom and some guidance and even your people that you know that can help them uh, as you are semi-retired? So <laughs> how do people get hold of you now? Yeah, maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be out of retirement soon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the demand is there, darling. You can't retire. It's, it's <laughs> you can just be choosy. It, you can be choosy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, I've sort of... Only just this month gone, I think I'm in semi-retirement now as opposed to retirement. And I don't know where I'll be next year, but uh, I'm not going to let go of opportunities, that's for sure. Right. The um, best way to find me is, I have my own website, of course, scottyshindler.com. But the, the knowledge base is all around system1357.com. So system1357, uh, which is one is you, three is the, the balance in life, healthy, wealthy, wife. Five is the uh, five business philosophies. And the seven was the seven ways I managed time. So, you know, mm. I was in control of it instead of it controlling me. Right. Uh, that's, I explained to everyone, I wrap everything around 1357 from leadership, sales, yourself, goal setting, uh, a nice, easy way for people to learn and then implement and action right. what they need to do to achieve their goals. So that's a dot com, 1357.com. So system1357.com. Okay. And they can also get hold of you on LinkedIn. Is it Scotty or Scott on, uh, on LinkedIn? Scotty. Scotty. So Scotty uh, Schinder on, on LinkedIn. Anywhere else that you are at? No, look, I've got a YouTube channel and uh, I've got an Instagram thing for surfing. But when it comes to business, it's all about LinkedIn because that's the business community. That's where yes, the go-getters are and the, the people that are trying to achieve more or have success and learning and you know, that's, that's my mindset. So right. that's, that's where I spend most of my time on social media. I also find LinkedIn has changed quite considerably. I didn't used to like it, but it's become so much more interactive now and, and more of a community and more of a support and a conversation than it used to be. So it, it's a really good place to learn, a good place to connect, a good yeah. place to, to, to share. So, you know, it's, um, it's a good place to go, especially if you're in business, because just even looking at some people being inspired by what they're saying and then going to their YouTube and going, I need to know this person, <laughs> right? So it's, uh, that's what it's all about. Be willing to learn. Be willing to put the time into learning. Be willing to learn in which any way it has been presented. Yeah, right? become a sponge, right? Become yes. a sponge. Yes. Take it yes. as much as you can. You can learn so much from so many people. You only, as you said earlier, 
Look, one thing can change everything. Yeah. You can go to a conference all day, but all you need is just one thing to get you through the next week. And 52 weeks later, if you've learned 52 really yeah. good things that are going to completely um, transform the way you think and the way you do, man, your 2021 and your 2022 are going to be so much better than your 18 and 19 yeah. and 2020 because yeah. of those few things that you learn. And, and when I get into the whole teaching side of thing, it's about helping you have a better 2021 or a better year next year than you had last year. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is that when you're willing to learn one thing and it's benefited you, you are more open and ready to will and willing to learn other things, but also to know what it is you need to learn because the massive amount of knowledge may be put in front of you, but that's not, you don't need to know everything right now. What yeah. is applicable to what you need to learn in the next week that you can apply to yourself. And remember you are your business. So take care of yourself first. And then yep. you'll be able to navigate whatever business and inspiration you want to do. But don't pour all your time into your business and forget you because guaranteed it will collapse. Well said. Thanks so much for being with us here today. I know you're about to go on holiday and grab a quick surf before you do. You've actually read me very well. I'm about to go for a surf, <laughs> jump in the car and go camping in the bush. <laughs> Lovely. Wonderful. Sounds like heaven. Well, next dolphin, say hi from me, please. <laughs> we will. I'll, I'll, I'll wave and say, Sarah says hi. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love them. They're beautiful creatures. And, you know, I think, again, if we could step into some appreciation of what this planet gives us, and all these wonderful creatures and species that are there, we're going to actually see our lives in a lot more different way. And I think conduct ourselves in a different way. And I think that's the invite that we have at the present moment. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much, Scotty. Have a great trip. Enjoy the bush. All right. And, uh, and um, until next time, take care of yourself. <laughs> Too easy. See ya. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.